Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, let's start with that uh, Viking win because I hit that one and cashed. Uh, they look good with Dobbs. Uh, it is unbelievable to me that this guy walked in and he's done this twice in a row now. Yeah, uh, of course, they acquired him in a trade two weeks ago. Uh, last week was basically out of the Uber uh, and into the game uh, after the other kid, Hall, got hurt, led them to right. a win in Atlanta. Now this week, a full week of prep. They were dogs at home, and they take care of business. We gave you Dobbs at plus 220 on Friday. He rings the bell on Fox. Saw TJ Hawkinson back in. Third down and six. Stepping up. Dobbs. Nothing downfield. Spinning away. Gets a block from Derisaw. Dobbs trying to shake his way to the end zone. Wow. Listen, uh, all I could think of was when he scored was the money you made all of us with that great pick of yours. That's all I thought of. I don't really care about anything else. I cashed that. What was that? At like plus 200 something? And then I cashed uh, plus 220. And then I cashed on the uh, spread. So, listen, I went real tight yesterday with uh, plays because Saturday was like a plane crash. So, Sunday, I went, I was perfect. I just did very select games. And that was one of them. Uh, the Vikings now, Scotty, are six and four in the NFC. Uh, they have been outstanding. They've won five games in a row. That was a combination, of course, between Cousins and now Dobbs. And they have a very manageable schedule. Um, Josh Dobbs, playoff quarterback, Scotty, maybe, uh, if he continues to play this way. What a great story. I love every second of it. Listen, are you kidding me? Uh, it's just crazy. So, um, uh, what he's doing is incredible. What they're doing is incredible. And then uh, what I want to talk about is the Cowboys kicking the Giants' ass. Before I get to that, I did also have to tell you it was a bad weekend. We do welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Sirius XM 159 Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. Bad weekend uh, for Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas. Uh, he was arrested over the weekend on battery charges. Uh, what now? What what happened here, Sky? What was he threw something? Was somebody was by his hat? He throw something at somebody? What did yeah, he get so, for this? So weekend? allegedly, in short, someone was parked allegedly. near his crib. He wasn't having it. He told him to move. They basically told him to f off, and then he took matters into his own hands and started throwing bricks uh, through car windows, and that was it. And then they came and arrested him. And you know what's weird is that he's never been that guy. He's been oh. a uh, injured guy. But he's never been yeah. a criminal. He's never been uh, doing stupid things and getting arrested. And am I wrong? Like, do we have a no. rap sheet on this guy? No. No. So no. someone, you mess with this guy and he's ripped out of his mind. But you have to understand yeah. these NFL players are ripped. They will, they will truck you. Like uh, that receiver will truck you. It's been a bad season for, like, Saint-wide receivers. Didn't Olave get uh, popped, like, a month ago? And he told the cop, I play for the Saints. Uh, and that, that's, like, that's uh, – they're having a rough season here. Uh, maybe we can corral things a little bit with the Saint-wide receiver room. You did want to talk about the Cowboys, who destroyed the Giants 49-17. to 17. So, if I do my math quickly, Scotty, they outscored him in two games 89-17? to 17? Right, yes. uh, two two Cowboy Giant games this year. Ceedee Lamb ran for a touchdown early in the game, and then he caught a touchdown. His second one on Fox. Looking for Angel, another one for Ceedee Lamb and a touchdown, Dallas. 
So what are they going to say about Dak Prescott now? Uh, right. You know, he has this big 400-yard game, four DDs, ran one in, uh, just played phenomenal football. And uh, this guy, Lamb, is a, he's just an absolute pimp. Uh, no one can stop him. And he comes back. You know what he reminds me of? Um, I'll be honest with you. And, and he's not like him at all in terms of Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan was always the guy that could come back on a ball and catch it like you know the the route didn't work uh he it's underthrown uh but he came back and and always found a way to catch it and make something of it and yards after catch this guy i saw him yesterday at least twice come back to catch balls out of nowhere you remember the one he threw to the sideline uh, off his back foot he was getting sacked and he threw up a hail mary and he caught it this guy's unstoppable look um, I know they don't beat good teams, but they beat everybody else. So I don't think they're that bad. I think the Cowboys and the Vikings are playoff teams. And the Cowboys are now six and three, Scotty. Um, these next two games for them, uh, look, they have the they're in Carolina on Sunday. They should win that game. Then they have Washington at home on Thanksgiving Day. Should win that game, pump themselves up to eight and three. And they have a very difficult, you know, last five games. They play a lot of good teams, Eagles, Dolphins, Bills, they got Lions. They play a lot of teams in the last month. So they need to bank these wins uh, that they have coming to them uh, against the Panthers. And as far as the Giants go, I just want to say this to you. They should lose every single game the rest of the year if that kid's going to play quarterback and just get themselves one of the top two picks. Like, there shouldn't even be a discussion of anybody okay. trying to win in that giant room. And it sucks for Daniel Jones. Guy got hurt. He's going to get his money, but they're going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels or somebody uh, with the first couple picks in the draft, and they're going to have a new quarterback next year for Brian Dable. Without a doubt. I, you know, I was talking to somebody today about it, and I just said, I think he's finished uh, as the Giants quarterback. They're going to give him his money, and that'll be the end of it. Uh, and then, honestly, DeVito, he's like a Pop Warner quarterback. It's so, embarrass- it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And really – what is amazing to me, to be honest, and no offense to his family or anything else, I just can't even believe he has a job in the NFL. He sucks so bad. How is he in the NFL? He sucks. He's terrible. My daughter could uh, throw the ball better than him. He's the worst. He may be the worst quarter. He's worse than Peterman. They couldn't find, like, any of these guys, and I know we rag on the league all the time, but, like, they couldn't find any of these guys that played in, like, the USFL or the XFL this year. To come in and play quarter, like guys who can actually play in games and throw the, he can't throw to anyone. It's really tough. You know who's uh, who's a great watch. quarterback that they won't put in the NFL. He's up in the CFL playing in the championship game. Is that Chad Kelly? Uh, Chad he's Kelly. been he's he been insane. He's been insane <laughs> in the CFL. Like he's like the top quarterback in the CFL, and yep. he is ten thousand times better than that Devito. He's a hack. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, final one for you. Raiders beat the Jets 16-12 to on Sunday night football. It took us till the fourth quarter to get a touchdown, but it put the Raiders ahead for good. Aiden O'Connell to the pride of South Bend. Michael Mayer on NBC. Jacobs in motion. Fake to him. O'Connell looking. Goes to the back. It is caught. Mayer for the touchdown. So there you go. Uh, the Raiders win again. I'm not uh, buying the Raiders at all. No. I know everyone's getting all excited about Antonio Pierce and uh, the last two weeks. Uh, I don't even uh, – they won't even make the playoffs. They got very fortunate that the Giants and the Jets came upon their schedule at the time when they put Pierce in. Both of those yeah, games. Yeah, must be nice. Too. Uh, and when we come back, I do want to play you a quick one of Garrett Wilson after the game last night before we start talking about – the Bills and the Broncos, Monday Night Football in the B-Low. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? 
or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. All right, Carver High, let's hear from uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, he's not happy. Uh, then again, uh, you know, I watched this guy dropping passes, like, right in his hands. Yeah. Like, what's up, bro? Honestly, I, I love you, but honestly. Yeah, uh, he did drop a couple. There's no doubt. He did have over 80 yards last night. I know he had, like, 40-plus on that first catch that he had uh, at the start of the game. But he was frustrated. Everybody seems very frustrated by a Jet offense that has really had a hard time uh, is it not at all scoring touchdowns the last three or four weeks? Here's Garrett. Yeah, I mean, it feels about that. Um, you know, it's, I mean, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what y'all want me to say, man. I'm tired of this, man, and I want to play better. Um, the whole offense wants to play better. You know, we're just saying what we, what we were trying to do. You know, we come out that we come out every week trying to, you know, make it happen. And, um you know, it's frustrating. Wow. Well, it's because their offense sucks. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think it's relatively vanilla. Uh, they run the ball with uh, Hall, and then they'll run it again with him, and then it's third and seven, and he can't get a first down. Uh, Zach Wilson, in my opinion, he'd be better off throwing on first down for five yards than handing off to Hall, but they always do it the other way. Straight up the middle with Hall, Left side hall, and then it's third and seven or eight, and they never, uh, you know, this is the NFL. It's rare that you have guys just busting off big runs. You know, look at what happens inside the five yard line. You can, uh, you get to the one yard line first and goal, it takes four plays to score. I mean, you can't get one yard in the NFL now against a decent defense. They just don't allow it. But the Jets just run the ball right up the middle. And I, I don't deny Hall's good. But I think the problem, obviously, Zach Wilson is a problem. Uh, look, they've tried to make, as you said, the offense as vanilla as possible to limit the mistakes as much as possible. Every time he throws the ball in the air, there's a chance for a potential mistake. So that's why they're trying to run it. They're going to run it first and second down. The problem is when you need, you need to score points at some point, uh, and it just doesn't work out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers told NBC last night that he thinks uh, he can return in mid-December. I've... Uh, had enough of this charade the last few weeks, Scotty? I don't know about you. Uh, remember when he got hurt and I said to you I would be stunned if he was hanging around the team, uh, you know, in November and December, like rehabbing his injury, like he was going to go off right. to his shack in Mission Viejo or whatever it is that he, he goes and just hangs out? I, I should have thought about this. I didn't realize he was going to show up to the stadium every week while he was hurt and put on this, like, pregame standstill throwing display for all of the TV cameras. And, and, and now and he's a coach. Playing, and now he's a coach. I mean, how, did you see the bit last night where they had that? They showed him with the headset on. And like, like, he has made, even being hurt, he's done everything he can to get the eyes on him and make it about himself. And that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day, not being a good teammate, getting it all about him. And it's relatively embarrassing. Like, it's just yeah. like... I also, uh, you know, look, Zach Wilson's terrible. Fair enough. So if the guy can come back in December and play, then so be it. If he's going to play, play. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But uh, if it happens, it happens. Obviously, uh, he could play better than Zach Wilson if he was on a bottle of scotch. Uh, he could play drunk 
better than Zach Wilson sober. He could literally, uh, I, I think even if he, you know, he comes back from the Achilles, right? No matter what, instantaneously, uh, they would have a better quarterback. Uh, a guy that knows how to, you know, sling it and get first downs and score touchdowns. That's just all there is to it. You can't tell me that if he's in with Wilson and with these other receivers that he's not going to light it up. Rodgers lights people up. He's great, but he's injured. So it is what it is. It's true. No, I, I don't disagree. Uh, but I just, it would be like a modern medical miracle if he played in December. Like, it just, like, I, I, I don't know. But he wants to keep selling that to everybody. So God bless him. Let him go I don't ahead think and it, do that. So what that tells me is that it wasn't as bad as it, it, it was originally feared. Some some guys, uh, stress, they cut it completely, snap it completely, and you're done for a year. Other guys, uh, it's a slight tear, and it's got to be fixed, and they fix it, and he can allegedly, uh, in whatever it is going to be, 12 to 16 weeks, whatever that is, uh, that he might be able to come back and play. I wouldn't trust yep. his Achilles as far as I could spit. But no. it sounds to me like if he's this close, then it was never that bad to begin with. I agree. Uh, all right. Week 10 finishes tonight in Buffalo. The Bills and the Broncos. We will start things off with Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Uh, the offense um, really hasn't been humming for five or six games now. But Allen claims uh, that things are ready to bust out. I'll believe it when I see it. Here's Josh. You know, and that's where I am extremely confident in our guys. We, the process that we have, it works. It's been proven to work. Um, we haven't gotten the results that we've Not wanted to year. in the last few weeks, obviously, but continuing to stick to that and trust what we're being told and trust what we're doing um, because, you know, we get this thing right, it, things are going to be just fine here. Mm. Yeah, I agree with Carver High. When you're five and four, uh, they're not even in the playoffs. So uh, they have not had a good year. They need to, I think they need to go out and kick the Broncos' ass tonight. I'm not talking about win by eight, no. which is what it's going to be. It's They're either going to cover by one or they aren't. They're going to win by seven or they're going to win by eight. What they need to do is win by 20. Yeah. Uh, I would like, um, look, I want this to be a game where, like, people besides me who are Bills fans, like, turn the game off at the start of the fourth quarter. Like, oh, this game's over. Like, I don't need to watch any more of it. Like, that's the type of game that I would love to see tonight. But I just don't know if they're capable of that this year uh, from what I've seen the last five or six weeks. I don't think they're capable of it. Uh, Here is Russell Wilson and the Broncos. They're coming off a bye, Scotty, with a lot of confidence. Two wins going into that bye, including one over the Chiefs uh, right before it. Wilson says we are improving as we hit November. Well, I think um, the first thing that matters and the only thing that really matters is winning. I think that's the number one thing, and we want to be able to, uh, you know, to focus on this week. That's the thing we can control is this week. I think we've done a really good job of that, um, you know, and when it was, you know, tough early on, we kind of have hit a little bit of a stride here, and I think that, you know, we just got to keep our heads down and keep working. I think for me personally, um, you know, I know what I'm capable of. And, uh, and, you know, being with Sean and, you know, we're working with him every day, um, this coaching staff and everything else, it's a blessing, obviously. I think also, too, um, you know, i got great teammates around me. It's, it's really those guys oh, making unbelievable This guy, play. you got to stop playing this clip. Uh, we got to get him off the show, honestly. We just eradicate him. He's so boring. You know what? What's next? He's going to tell me to go to church? Honestly, he's, he's so boring. Teammates. I don't want to hear from he's him anymore, teammates. ever. He's got great teammates. Uh, that's what he, he really he always has Whatever. to pump everybody else up. Wants to make sure that he says the right things and the nice Shut things. Up. The coach, the teammates. The uh, he went on for like another two minutes in that clip. Talking about the offensive line gets really deep in there, and everybody gets out. Like he just he just loves throwing the bouquets uh, for everybody <laughs> besides himself. Uh, seven and a half is our number as of this moment. Forty-seven and a half is the total. I'm going to tell you, I just, I hope they win by 30. I'm going to be rooting for them to win by 30. But there's no way that I could go to the window laying seven and a half with the Bills tonight, with the way, Scotty, they have played over not, this isn't a small sample size. This isn't two games. This isn't two weeks. This is five or six weeks that they have played like this. uh, And I just can't have it. I don't, uh, seriously, they can't beat anyone by 30 when i said 20 that would that would be the miracle number 20 is a miracle if 30 will never happen this season they're not beating anyone by 30 they can't even barely win a game let alone 
win by 30. So let's calm down. I bet the Bills minus seven. I have a feeling I'm going to wake up with a sore derriere. Uh, after you talk to Davis, I do have some numbers for you about the total that we should look at. I have the bill spread props for you. I have any time tutties uh, for myself for this game tonight, too. We'll do that after Davis. Oh, that's where he makes us all the money. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. So, um, obviously, uh, BetMGM customers can receive a 25% increased odds boost token to use on an NHL wager. You're loving life. Minimum minus 300 odds and a max take of 25 bucks. Sign into your BetMGM account to get the details or go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. If you don't have a BetMGM account, as we said earlier today, you're a loser. You need to get in the game, son. Get in the game. Be in the game. Be the game. Honestly. Uh, Davis Lee Roth Maddox joins us every day on Coast to Coast. And I want to start with this. I know this is crazy, but I've been hearing all this, uh, you know, Otani to the Dodgers and Bellinger to the Yankees. And I guess my question is, so Bellinger played in L.A. and he was, you know, young and rock star status and got real popular real fast and never really had to take any heat uh, in Los Angeles. He never really did. He was like, a, you know, the golden boy. Uh, right. Then he went, then, then, it, then he hit a wall and they started ripping him and then he went to the cubs right and he he flourished in chicago and did very well i think overall do you think that that guy can handle new york if he's not you know hitting like they'll destroy him like they are they are so nasty here they give everyone the 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 grand welcome when you come to new york they love you when you come and then a month later, they're doing you six ways till Sunday. You're good until you're not. And when you're not, they destroy your life. I would say Cody Bellinger seems pretty uniquely not ready to handle New York. I mean, the the thing with the Dodgers, what what they made it sound like, and I mean, look, if I if this is not accurate, if they came out and the reporting letter was different, but what it sounded like with the Dodgers was that it was like he almost had the yips. He had like a mental block with hitting it wasn't that he was hurt although he did suffer a couple injuries after his mvp season that i think limited his power output a little bit but the the way it always sounded to me was that this dude was pressing he was in his own head he was changing his swing he was changing his launch angle he was doing all this stuff and just it really wasn't working and and i buy that because a guy as good as Bellinger going to like, I mean, I think that last season with the Dodgers, he was striking out like 35% of the time. He was like hitting like 190. He, right. he would still make good contact sometime because he's incredible at baseball, but it was just his whole approach at the plate got messed up. Then he goes to play in Chicago. It's like, no one cares. 
you don't have any expectations anything you do good is fine you know everyone's just there wriggly to hang out like it's just you're you're just having a good time not going to be that way for the yankees right there are no good vibes there the vibes of the yankees are always bad i mean their vibes can be bad in a 90 win season they're really bad in a 75 win season i actually i mean if i was cody bellinger's agent i would be saying I don't, I don't know if this is the spot for you, honestly, although I think you're right. It does sound like that is where he's going to go. Do you think that um, Cashman lost his mind last week when he started acting all crazy and tough guy and cussing uh, at the media and telling everyone that they have this uh, incredible front office, incredible analytics team, incredible coaches, uh, incredible scouts, and the only thing he didn't mention was how incredibly awful they've been for the last 10 years. Well, I, I call for sure because there was a report that, that followed that that was basically like the Yankees analytics department is the smallest in the American League. They dedicate you know, the, the lowest amount of resources in terms of what other teams in the American League are doing, comparing, you know, what, what the Red Sox do, what the Rays do, what the Blue Jays do. I, I mean, the Orioles have this huge analytics department, like really focused on scouting and stuff. So I, I totally, I, and I think Cashman is just making stuff up. You know, it's because like his job is, I, I mean, I, I don't really know how he still has a job, but I think to keep his job, He's got to he's got to hold that line, but yeah, I mean, he's just lying. He just is not telling the truth. That is not the way that the organization has behaved. So, Council had his presser today in Chicago at Wrigley Field, and he was talking about how close they are and how his job is to you know take them over the top. And I want to know if you think he's crazy because he's like. Uh, walking in here on the first day as a Cub was the most, basically uh, a religious experience for him. And I'm like, calm down. This isn't the Yankees or the Dodgers. It's the, the flubs. Are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? You just said it yourself that uh, they don't even take it seriously there. I mean, honestly, the White Sox and Cubs are both hairdryer city. I don't care what anyone says. And then everyone talks about, oh, they didn't win the World Series for 108 years. Are we still talking about that, honestly? I mean, not me. I'm, I'm not talking about it. I do not take the Cubs seriously until the Cubs' ownership decides that they don't just exist to enrich them. That is what the Chicago Cubs, obviously, are this great brand. They have a great TV deal. They sell out the stadium. They own a bunch of businesses around the stadium. So, they, it's And it is, by the way. I mean, summer in Chicago, go to Wrigley. Like, it's awesome, even if the baseball is. isn't exactly. Yeah, like, it's great. But the Cubs are not a serious team about winning baseball games. And I don't think spending... $40 million on getting Craig Council, or you know, it's like, what, literally, like, what are we doing? What, what, what does a manager even do in baseball? Obviously, I know like they're important for some reasons, but how about you spend a bunch of money on good players? How about you enter into international free agency? How about you draft guys above slot in the Major League Baseball draft? How about you give guys, I mean, the Cody Bellinger thing, actually, I think is a great example of that. Giving Cody Bellinger, I believe it was one year, $18 million. That is not what a serious team would do. A serious team would give him a four or five year deal for more right. money where if that bet pays off. You're getting, I mean, you have this star player for the next four years. Like it, they are not a serious team. What did you think of the Astros move uh, for Espada? I mean, I think, I think it's like in general, I'm not going to question the Astros. Right. I think, I think they've earned kind of the opposite of the Cubs or the Yankees, right? Like the Astros make a personnel move. I am inclined to believe without knowing a ton of the specifics or knowing a ton about the guy that it's probably going to be a decision that ends up working out. Like I feel like the Astros probably have every team in baseball, probably have the best recent track record with all that stuff. All right. So uh, it's time for Davis Lee Roth's uh, snags for tonight. And we're going to start with the game in Buffalo with the Broncos and bills. You're looking at a total here. I am looking at the total. I like over 47 and a half here. Now, in general, I, I've actually kind of shied away from betting overs, you know, outside of the same game parlays where you're just trying to get a nice little 100 to 1 sweat in. But the Bills defense, I mean, frankly, they're terrible right, right. now. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's like really their fault. Like, I feel like half their starters on defense are out right now. Their cornerback that they drafted in the first round last year is not even good enough to play. 
So that's a big part of it. And Russ, I mean, he's not Mr. Unlimited. He's not MVP. He's not Seahawks Russ, but he's ninth in the NFL in EPA per play. They did just beat the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, two weeks ago, put up 24 points. Actually, the most points scored against that Chiefs defense this year. I, I think this is more of an offensive game than a defensive game. So I am shading the over here on 47 and a half. And what about uh, Javante Williams? So I, uh, Javante Williams, this is one I, I like quite a bit. I definitely would, would correlate here with the over, but last uh, their last game against the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, he just basically totally took over that backfield, played 70% of the snaps for the first time this year. And they, I mean, they also are, you know, real committed to running the ball on early downs. I, I wish they maybe wouldn't be that way, but I'm going over 13 and a half rushes on Javante. And uh, I, I got a little bonus pick here for the people in that game. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan over 13 and a half receiving yards as well. He's been over, he's been over 15 receiving yards in every game this season. So that one, that one felt easy. I like that. That's a nice little extra piece you put in there. All right, you're on the Cavs tonight. That went from two and a half. Now it's a pick'em against the Kings in Sacktown. I wonder. I wonder if there maybe is some new news on our guy De'Aaron Fox returning to the lineup. So that ended up evening that spread out. I still like the Cavaliers regardless of his status, though. One, a lot of what the Kings try and do on offense is going to come on the interior. You know, they uh, or a lot of what the Kings do on offense is it's going to revolve around Demonis Sabonis. They're going to stick him out there at the elbow. They're going to ask him to play make a little bit. Same deal with Keegan Murray and the Cavs. They've got some things to figure out. I mean, they're four and five. There's a lot of Donovan Mitchell, you know, just a lot of Donovan Mitchell dribbling, pointing at his teammates, telling him where to go. But their interior defense, as stout as it comes, Evan Mobley, you know, one of the best power forward defenders in, in the NBA. Jared Allen, elite interior defender. So I am, uh, I'm going with the Cavs tonight. And, and the Kings don't really have anyone to guard Donovan Mitchell doing all that dribbling on the perimeter either. So I bet the uh, Knicks uh, tonight, I got nine and a half. You're going a different direction on this game in Boston. I do like I do like that Knicks side. I mean, I think in general, a big dog uh, in a game where I expect it to be kind of low scoring. So a couple things here. I mean, the first being the Knicks are one of the slowest half-court offenses in the NBA. And I think the Celtics are, are going to kind of get dragged into the mud in this matchup. I think they're going to do a lot of those two big lineups because the Knicks play so big. I think we will see a lot of Horford and Porzingis. We might even see, you know, 15, 18 minutes of Luke Cornett tonight to try and match that size. Those are not the Celtics lineups that score a ton of points. Those are going to be more of their possession-based ones. So I like the under in Knicks Celtics tonight. I mean, the Knicks aren't a bad team. I mean, I know they're five and no. four, but they're tough. They're super tough. They play, I mean, they're a Tom Thibodeau team. They play super hard. Their defense is great. They just, I mean, they just don't have shooters. I mean, that's really, they just do not shoot that well. All right, Davis, great stuff. I'll check you out again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Great picks. Even the P-Run, an extra piece he threw in for everyone tonight. My man, thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
Well, I thought Saturday was crazy, Carver High in college football. Absolutely insane. I lost some bets on hooks. Uh, I, I, just some Marlies out the ying. I, I had some tough losses. Uh, last second field goals, you name it. But it was a crazy day. It was a crazy day. Uh, I'm going to clean up quickly the rest of the uh, NFL with you just off of the Davis stuff. Uh, unders on Monday Night Football tonight. I actually like the over 47 and a half with Davis, but Monday Night Football under Scotty, 10 and 1 this season. Uh, unders are 55, 28 and 1 on Monday Night Football since 19. 80% of the bets are on the under 47 and a half uh, tonight. So everybody's going to the window with the under. All the Monday night football games this year basically have gone under, but we all like the over tonight. Uh, so there you go. That's a, that, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest. I don't see all this explosion uh, of offense from either team. I don't think uh, either team's been good. Uh, I know they're all excited that Denver's won a couple games. Uh, you know, I just haven't seen it. Like they they win ugly. These teams win ugly. They don't. Uh, they're not scoring a lot. They're just trying to find a way to get a W. I'm not sure. I'm buying it. I'm. My feeling is still it's it's an under. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go over. They're not gonna put on a show tonight. Maybe I'm wrong. The most bet prop tonight uh, is actually one that Davis just gave you kind of as a bonus ball, Scotty, which was the Sumjay Pirine over receiving yards. It was 12 and a half earlier. It's at 13 and a half now. Uh, Davis had the number. He's at 15 or more receiving yards in every game uh, so far this year. Uh, so he has had that cooking for him. So we're going to try to get Pirine with that. And Dalton Kincaid, the most bet player to score a touchdown tonight, uh, there's the Pirine numbers for you. And Kincaid, Scotty, at plus 210, the most bet player to score a anytime tutty uh, for this game. Let me give you mine. It does include Dalton Kincaid, just because I feel like Allen's really started to look to him the last two weeks with Knox out of the lineup. Uh, so we're going to try to get him involved. We're going with our first study. Our primetime first study is going to be Stephon Diggs at 6-1. to one. We're going to start fast with Diggs tonight. And then on the Denver side, Javante Williams plus 145. And Adam Troutman, Scotty. What? Ooh. Now here's why. I got good reasoning behind Adam Troutman. Go look at the Bills the last few weeks since Milano's been out. Tight ends, they are eating against this Buffalo defense with everybody gone. Look at last week. You couldn't pick those two Cincinnati tight ends out of a lineup uh, that were running all up and down the field against the right. Bills, including the they scored touchdowns. They were doing all that. So we'll stick with that theme and see if Troutman can find the end zone for the Broncos. Listen, I'm not going to question your uh, anytime tutties. You make me a lot of money every week on these. So I'm rolling with them no matter what. Let's go. Big night of us ahead uh, in the BLO. You'll discuss it more with Adam Kaplan hour two. As you were saying, a big college football Saturday. We have to start with Michigan and Penn State because once again, James Franklin uh, just not getting it done. Scotty, Michigan didn't even throw the football in the second half. Right. Uh, and they were able to get out of Beaver Stadium without a problem. 24 to 15. Here is Blake Corum icing it, making it 24 to 9 in the fourth on Fox. Corum with a hole down the sideline. Can he get there? Blake the great touchdown, Wolverine. 30 yards. Listen, I said this um, on in game live all access on Saturday. I was like, uh, this guy, don't get me started again on Franklin. I'm not even yeah. going to, I'm not it's even going to go there. All I'm telling you is, is I, I said that the last time they were good was when Giftopoulos picked off that pass against Miami in the orange bowl and Joe Paterno was the coach and they killed him off. Uh, when uh, Sandusky was raping little boys, uh, then they fired Paterno and a month later he was dead. So they did a nice job of putting him in a box and what they've got since is this hack ass Franklin who couldn't win a game if the other team didn't show up for the game. Like he has never won a big game ever and he's making 8 million a year. And I mean, Oh, congratulations. You beat Northwestern and Indiana. Nice job coach. You've really set the bar real high. 
he can't hold Joe Paterno's onions. I mean, honestly, like, it, here's Joe Paterno, a god, and here's James Franklin, the sewer water. He's a sewer water. He stinks. He's terrible. I will just keep driving it in until they fire him. Right. He's so awful and overrated. He never wins. I don't want to hear it. Michigan ran the ball down their throats. And a big, oh, oh, we're so scared of your whiteout. Oh, oh, what will we do if you're all wearing white? I mean, 105. This is the second biggest stadium in college football behind Michigan as you're getting it from behind from Michigan again. And the only time he ever beat Michigan was when everyone had COVID. He never, he never wins when people are healthy and not dying. Okay. So if, if you look at his career in Penn state, it's an atrocity. I mean, you know, it's funny to me, uh, they'll fire Jimbo Fisher and Franklin's not even as good as him. I don't care what you say. He's got a national championship. And he didn't win at AM enough. He won 62% of the games. It's just not good enough down there in College Station. But in Happy Valley, it's good enough to suck. You can just suck and never win a game as long as that stadium's full and they're making money. Who are they kidding? All they care about at that school is making money. They don't care about winning because they never win. That's it. Here's the deal. If they're in a big game, bet the other side, make yourself a bunch of cash. Agreed. Uh, you know that. Uh, I'm with you 100%. We were on him a few weeks ago, and it's rightfully the same. There was no way I was back at him on Saturday in that game. Uh, but he did make, I guess, a change after the two bad offensive performances that, that's against Ohio State and Michigan. Let me uh, drag Mike Yursich, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Let's chop him, Scotty. It was all his fault uh, against Ohio State and Michigan. We'll get the OC out the door. Here's another news flash for you. Drew Aller it was a high school quarterback. He's not a college quarterback. He has no future in the NFL either. He's awful. He's awful. I, let's just get down to business. He's terrible. That's all there is to it. He can't throw the ball at all. In high school, he threw for 5,000 miles. In Penn State, I mean, it's embarrassing. There's cheerleaders on the sideline that can throw for more yards than him. The other game featuring two top 10 teams on Saturday also uh, really it was not in doubt uh, in the fourth quarter, that's for sure, is Georgia beat Ole Miss 52-17. to 17. Ole Miss actually, it was pretty good, Sky. They did the same thing they did against Alabama. They right. scored the first touchdown of the game. Everybody thought that they were in it and maybe going to win it, and then they got their doors blown off uh, the rest of the game. Uh, it was precisely what happened to Ole Miss. So, Lane, uh, you got to tell us uh, what went wrong here. I mean, it was a house money game. Uh, what's the real difference between Georgia and the Rebs? I mean, that's a good question. Um, I mean, we, we got to recruit at a higher level. Um, I'm not blaming people. We got to coach better. Um, but you know, at some point, those whatever those stats are, we've signed one five star. They've signed 24 or something. Those kind of do show up at some point. So. Um, we would we'd have to recruit it at a better level, do a better job. Um, recruiting. I I don't disagree with any of that. Like it's just simple. Uh, simple. They don't win big games either. They beat everyone that doesn't matter. That's why their record is so good. Is because they beat all the Mississippi states that they can get their hands on. Uh, they can't beat Alabama or Georgia ever. So here's the deal. I said this earlier in the show, Georgia will play Michigan for national. They'll kill them. Georgia will kill them. Georgia never loses ever. They never lose. So if you're a better know this, Michigan is going to play what? One good team the whole year, Ohio state, Penn state's not a good team. Okay. We've, we've gone down that road. So let's look at, they'll play one good team and then they'll play the big 10 championship as if anyone gives an F about that. And then they'll go play in the college football playoff as people are still trying to crucify Jim Harbaugh. But you know who's going to put him up on the cross and nail him? Georgia. They, they never lose. And it's because he just said it. They got 25 five-star guys every year coming there. So Georgia is le- legitimately the football factory, and that's why people hate him. That is precisely why people hate him. That is for sure. And let me just ask you this about Lane, because a job just opened up where you can get 
five-star recruits like that. I mean, Jimbo had the number one recruiting class uh, a year ago. They spent a lot of money down at College Station. We heard rumblings that maybe he'd leave Ole Miss last year for the Auburn job. I've heard already he could be one of the names in the mix for Texas A&M. Uh, you want Lane to go there, Scotty? That'd be a good spot for Lane. I, you know, maybe it is. I even heard they want Dan Campbell. He's a A&M alum uh, yeah. to steal him because uh, Marenzi said it. The Ford family's cheap. They don't pay yeah. him a top dollar in the NFL. He's not a top dollar coach. Uh, he's just a good coach that's making a huge name for himself. And you know what? If he went to A&M, he would quadruple his salary fourfold, okay, than what he's yeah. making now. And he'd have 10 years of carte blanche. And then, remember, all you have to do, this is a secret. Here's a little tip for you. When you see a guy get a $76 million golden parachute, then I want a $90 million one before I sign with you. Because if they're willing to give you that to be fired, where do I sign? Not a bad gig if you can get it, uh, that's for sure. 76, 77, 90, whatever it is, uh, to not coach anymore? Sure. They're going to uh, pay him They're gonna pay him $7 million a year until he's dead. Yeah. He's going to uh, be in the Caribbean doing blow and hookers. He's never once going to ever have to lift a finger the rest of his life. Why even coach again when you have that kind of money coming in to do absolutely nothing? Like, I, sign me up. I'll do it tomorrow. Where do I get that job? And they did such a bad job with that deal that let's say he does coach someone next year, next year because you know he's going to because these guys can never stay away. Me and you would do what you just said. I would just go and disappear, and you wouldn't Done. find me again in a spot like that. As Mavia says, guys, off the grid. These guys are, you know, they're let's just call it, they're stupid. All right, so Jimbo's going to go coach somewhere next year. And Texas A&M did such a bad job that usually, like, if you fire a coach and he gets hired somewhere else, like it offsets the salary. Yeah, he gets paid all the A and M money, no matter what, on top of whatever he's gonna make at the next school he goes and fleeces. So he's gonna double dip, uh, your boy Jimbo, uh, and he will coach somewhere next year. You and, know he will. Well, listen, he, he won not. a title. He won a title in Tallahassee. Fair enough, but he is not what everyone thinks he is now. He's average no. now. And and this is what happens, in my opinion, to all of them. Eventually, yep. somebody comes along and beats you, and you don't matter anymore. You, you matter when you're making all that money and you're winning titles and you're playing in New Year's Day bowl games and your college football playoffs, BCS playoffs. And then when you're not, it, the, the steam starts coming up from the ground and they get you. They eventually get you. When, you. when you don't matter, they get you. It's happening to Dabo right now, too, isn't it? In Clemson. It is. He's gone two it years is. without winning, and now suddenly all the winning that he did uh, doesn't. The only doesn't guy matter. who's golden is Nick. Nick's the only guy who's always gold, but he never loses. That's why. He never loses. He's <laughs> running a football factory, too. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
it's time for another exciting edition of Today in Carver High History. It certainly yeah. is. Why don't we start in 1968 today? Bob Gibson beats Pete Rose uh, for the NL MVP, 73. Reggie Jackson, unanimous AL MVP winner, 74. Steve Garvey wins the NL MVP, 79. Willie Stargell and Keith Hernandez share the MVP. What do they do then, Scotty? They, like, cut the trophy in half, uh, and they only get to keep half of it? Like, how do you No, how do you Keith just went out and did an eight ball, and Willie yeah, went home to his family. Well, in 79, that could be true. <laughs> 82, Ray Mancini beat South Korean boxer Duku Kim by TKO in the 14th round after Kim collapses. Jeez, he fell into a coma and he died four days later. That is awful. 1984, Ryan Sandberg wins the NL MVP. 85, Dwight Gooden, the youngest 20-game winner in MLB history, wins the Cy Young. 91, Red Sox pitcher Roger Clemens wins the Cy Young. 92, Riddick Bowe. Wins the undisputed world heavyweight championship. Unanimous decision over a Vander Holyfield in Vegas. It was the first of three times they would fight. 96, Ken Caminiti of the Padres. Fourth ever unanimous winner of the NL MVP. Some say that that was not on the up, up and up. In fact, Ken himself said that wasn't on the up and up. 97, Ken Griffey Jr. unanimously wins the AL MVP. And in 2014, Clayton Kershaw and Mike Trout won the MVP awards. So what was Caminiti said that he was juiced out of his mind? Yeah, Caminiti was one of the first guys, honestly, to uh, actually admit openly to stuff like that. Uh, he would be one of the first guys. So, yes, Ken Caminiti uh, was one of the first. Those late 90s he, teams with the Padres. He died. He absolutely... Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he did, uh, Ken. God rest his soul. So there you go, Scotty. Lots of MVP awards for you today. Um with the baseball on this so day. Look, can Hattie. you imagine like messing around with that stuff and then thinking you're not going to have some kind of fallout from it later in no. life? Like you shoot no. yourself up with roids every day of the week and do cycles and it's not going to come back to bite you in the ass. Doesn't seem like a good idea. It doesn't. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.